0: Hey, it's Greg. Thanks for checking out Toronto today. Matt Strauss is the uh, medical officer of health in Haldeman, Norfolk. It's been an interesting guy during this pandemic. There's been things that I have agreed with, things I've disagreed with him on, things I think he was early on, and things that I've come around and go, yes, that makes sense, especially regarding where we're going with mandates. I mean, 30 months into this, basically, where we're going with certain mandates and uh, requirements and restrictions. Dr. Matt Strauss joins me now on Toronto Today. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. What are some of the bullet points and, and what made you realize, I want to lay this out uh, for people who may follow me, who may agree with some of what I say, disagree with me, debate this, counter that. What 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 were some of the bullet points that instantaneously you thought, I want to get this out there so people know the real story?
1: Right. I think the important thing for people to know is when I say the hospital was full, I mean that there, there were empty rooms, but there are no nurses to staff those mm-hmm. rooms. And there has been a huge um, exodus of nurses and other healthcare professionals from hospitals. And they're my friends. I talk to them. I, I interview them on occasion. Um, the, the reason they've left is poor morale. And those reasons are varied. But I quilted I, together some of the themes. Um, Many people were fired because of the vaccine mandates. The province has gotten rid of the vaccine mandates um, because they don't work. Um, They they were ineffective um, and and frankly at this point, they're quite outdated, Uh, but many hospitals have kept them. So while hospitals are closing emergency rooms saying we don't have enough nurses, they they still have lists of people that they fired nine months ago um, for not being vaccinated. I, I think it's time to call those people back and to apologize. Many people who are still at the hospital felt coerced into taking the vaccination before they were ready. I recommend that they get vaccinated. I think it's good that they got vaccinated. Um, but still, it is a, it's is a—it's just a matter of respect that your employer not decide what you put in your body. So uh, the rest of the bullet points come down to that theme of respect. One thing that really struck me was um, uh, at the height of the third wave, doctors who were not trained to do ICU or to be ICU nurses were paid like $400 an hour act as ICU nurses. They can't do an ICU nurse's job. An ICU nurse's job is very specialized. It's very hard. A family doctor or a surgeon coming off from their office doesn't know how to do it. And yet they're being paid 10 times more to do the same job, but worse. If I was a nurse in that situation, I probably would have turned on my heel and left. I, I think it was such a slap in the face. So there's been a lot of slaps in the faces. There's been a lot of COVID policies that don't work that make our lives in the hospital hellish we got to get rid of all of that and, and just start treating people like people.
0: I want to come back around to mandates, not just for healthcare, care, but I, I know, you know, in our city right now, it's a major issue um, with what U of T announced. Um, so I want to come to that. Uh, with what they expect for their residences but the people that i know anecdotally and i want to know if you feel the same the, the people that are primarily nurses that are leaving the industry and they're leaving it in big numbers to me yes i would i would i say the federal the provincial government should repeal bill 124 yes i would but the people that talk to me matt they say this isn't about money. This is about my sanity. My my you know, my brain being able to work outside of of the shifts. This isn't about a few bucks an hour. This isn't a $5,000 bonus. I can't do this anymore because I'm I'm burned. I'm crisp. I'm cr- I'm burnt toast. Is that what you hear?
1: Absolutely. So I and I so workload is a major problem. The the question is why um why does that keep getting worse, even as COVID uh, seems to be disappearing? And, and my answer is morale gets low. Some people leave that leaves more work for the people who are left to do. Um, so it seems that the problem behind the problem, the, the problem behind the workload problem to me seems to be the morale problem. And so things like um, I am aware of a hospital where nurses were told they got they received an email on Christmas Eve from management that it, we're going to walk around the hospital. If we catch any of you having a Christmas potluck, you're going to be fired on the spot. And what kind of email is that to send an ICU nurse on Christmas Eve? It's unbelievably demoralizing.
0: unbelievably demoralizing, unbelievably it ha- demoralizing. It would have to
1: be. Um, I, I mentioned masks in the thread, like masks have their place. I, I've, I've always used masks in certain clinical encounters. My whole career has been almost 20 years. I've been in healthcare, uh, but making everyone mask all the time so that healthcare workers haven't seen each other smile for two and a half years, that takes a psychological toll. And, and. So I think everyone leaves for their own reasons, but it, it, it ultimately is crushing morale becomes crushing workload. Um, so that's that's what I think there needs to be real leadership to address.
0: The mandates themselves. Do you think hospitals? Do you think healthcare? Do you, they walk this fine line by saying if they drop the mandates, there does need to be an explanation? I've moved on mandates. I'm sure you've talked to many people like me who went and I was happy to get myself. Two shots last summer. I was happy to get my kids there first. I'm thrilled my 70 plus some something parents have three shots each. But that's about where it ends for me. And I I I I've pivoted on where we need to be with restaurants, movies, all that stuff. You must talk to people who have made that pivot, made that move, and they're just not operating from a summer 2020 playbook anymore.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think a couple things have changed. Um one is the the virus has changed. We're we're dealing with a different virus. The yeah, other is just the amount of evidence we have has changed. So the initial Pfizer papers showed that, you know, they only looked a few weeks after your vaccination, they showed it was 95% effective at preventing transmission. Well, unfortunately, if you go back and look three months later, six months later, those numbers become 50% and, and even as low as 0% effective um, for Omicron. So it, it it's just the case that um, we don't know what the future will hold. I think that people were very very hopeful in the summer of 21 that this was going to end the pandemic, Mm -hmm. but then we just have to be realistic and say, obviously it didn't. So let's try something else and let's stop, stop putting people out of work um, because of an old plan that obviously doesn't work.
0: Dr. Isaac Bogus said on our show, and he he made a a statement on global news as well on the television side in January that he'd hire the people back. Is there any energy under, you know, uh, under the surface among any you know, a large amount of hospital admins to do that? Will it happen?
1: Um, I I know some hospital administrators uh, well, but I, I know a very, very small percentage of them at a, at a very uh, small number of institutions. And even among that small sample that I have, I would say that feelings are mixed. So it seems to me that there's some bad blood uh, at some places. It seems that and this is something I've seen throughout my career um, with doctors and recommendations. Um, you know, 20 years ago, we thought saturated fat was the thing. Um, we now have evidence that it, the saturated fat is not what causes heart disease. But a lot of people cannot climb down from that tree, no matter how much evidence they're presented with. So I think a lot of people are stubborn and are not going to climb down from the mandate tree um, unless we call them out, which we kind of have to do now.
0: Dr. Matt Strauss is our guest on Toronto Today, uh, Haldeman Norfolk, uh, Medical Officer of Health what did you get most wrong none of us have have batted a thousand what did you get most wrong and and i bring up you know people know you as well you you deleted some tweets you got into some battles you made the comment about mcdonald's with your kids you'd rather you know they got covid than give them a happy meal is there anything you were too out there about too early too glib about like what would you take back you you seem like a very very rear view mirror guy and and can say what what would you do
1: um well, I mean, i mean with that with that mcdonald's tweet first of all everything i said and it was true and i i still believe um and i think now that most people's kids have had covid uh millions and millions of kids in ontario have had COVID, and it turned out to be a cold um i i think it's more likely that more people are going to see that tweet my way um but yeah I, I you know as a writer um, and a commentator if i'm going to say something and it's going to be taken the wrong way by everyone then yeah that was not the, the right thing to say i want to say uh, i want to th- I want to say things where people will understand where I'm coming from, but so, you'd understand sure, I, where yeah, that would I, I, sound. You'd I, understand
0: where that would sound a bit glib. You would get that
1: yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. I, and I do. And that's why I, I deleted that tweet um, two years ago, uh, about mm. a week after I sent it. I think um, mm. when it, it just became clear people were taking it not the way I intended it. It wasn't supposed mm. to be a judgment of anyone's parenting. It was a statement about um how, how, about my family, I guess um beyond that i was cautiously supportive of the very first lockdown in april 20 or sorry in march 2020 i thought okay maybe maybe this will work maybe this will at least get people to understand how serious this illness is um but if you told me 2 years later we'd be talking about closing schools again i would have said no like this is this is a slippery slope and and we shouldn't have done it even back then. Mm.
0: What uh, I got a couple of minutes here. What are you expecting from uh, this meeting today? Healthcare unions are talking about to go back to where we started our conversation, what needs to be done in the, in the, in the here and now uh, for a crisis, not three years from now, not four years from now, there's going to be a media conference with, uh, you know, Catherine Hoy and the president of QP and the president of SEIU. Can something good come out of it with, with the measures they have to to turn around the staffing crisis?
1: Um, I have not, I mean, part of why I took to Twitter to to say what I think needs to be done is I haven't heard those suggestions from any other quarters. Um, I guess I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm not, I'm not at those meetings. Um, I, I hope they come up with something. The status quo cannot be left as it is. Like I, I, I promise that people are not getting the care that they need right now. Um, so I don't. I don't want to prejudge what they'll come up with, but they, they need to come up with something.
0: Last thing, would you advise we asked a doctor yesterday, an emergency room doctor, would you tell people to be more careful, be more aware of their surroundings, be more aware they don't fall down the stairs, get in a biking accident, on you know, playing, you know, rec league slow pitch. Should they be more careful sure. being in an emergency being sent to an emergency room or waiting for an ambulance now? It's not something you want to do now compared to three years ago. Would you say that?
1: Um, I don't think I would. I, I would say my general philosophy of health and healthcare is um, the best thing you can do is be as healthy as possible and spending a lot of time worrying uh, is not good for your health. So um, it, it, uh, the answer is not going to be to worry. I, I think um, if, if you were concerned about the healthcare crisis, I would say, well, let's sit down and figure out what can we change about your diet? What can we change about getting more exercise? Are, are you taking the medications that you're supposed to be taking? Are, are you following your doctor's advice? Um, I would I would be more interested in improving mm. my health than um, I don't know changing which sport I play. I, I think in general, if a young person gets their jaw broken by a baseball, the, the healthcare system's still really good at um, prioritizing mm. that thing. So or th- mm. that sort of thing. So I I, I think right. we've already lived with enough fear for long enough, and we have to get back to doing the things that make life meaningful and and keep us
0: healthy. Dr. Matt Strauss, thanks for being so honest about it. Uh, I hope we get a chance to have another conversation in the weeks to come. I really appreciate the time.
1: My pleasure. Nice talking, Greg.